Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to the Fish Untamed Podcast, your home for fly fishing the backcountry. This is episode 122 with Mel Moss on Looking Back and Looking Ahead. All right, well, I guess I have to crack the beer for the both of us, so I will do that now because you've already poured your draft. I love Cheers. that sound. <laughs> Cheers. Okay, so um, I haven't really been drinking much because I am breastfeeding slash pumping, but I can't do a podcast with you without having a beer, so we're going to get silly. Well, it's that's gonna... a, that's hilarious because I have a non-alcoholic beer here. <laughs> so you're what? the only one you're actually drinking. You're such a cheater. I had those in my fridge, and I thought, no way can I do a non-alcoholic beer. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I haven't been drinking much either, so I've, I treated myself to non-alcoholic beer. So you're the only drinker here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, then I'm going to get silly. That, that's great. You need great. to tell me when I'm out of control, okay? <laughs> All right. I will let you know. 20 minutes in. Here we come. Okay. Well, uh, this is our, I don't know, third or fourth annual um, year in review and goals for the upcoming year. And I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm guessing both of us were a little slow this past year because we both had very big years for different reasons. Uh, I got married and went on a honeymoon and then traveled to Europe for another wedding. And you just popped out a kid. So you barely did anything. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And to be fair, when we set these goals last year, uh, it was right before I knew I was having a kid. So I might have been a little lofty with some of them. (laughs) But, uh, and I think that's another reason why we've been delayed in recording this is because I've started to realize how difficult it is to. 
actually just step away for two hours um, and have an uninterrupted time. So yeah, so we'll, we'll see if we make it through the whole thing without a pause and maybe we'll need to stitch two things together, but we're going to give it a try and see how it goes. So um, she's with daddy right now. So we're good. Okay. Well, just to review what our goals were. Oh, and I guess, yes, I should do just a little intro that, you know, every year we do this, we talk about um, our goals that we had for this past year, whether we accomplished them. Um, we have since come up with a grading scale where we will give ourselves <laughs> grades on how well we did. Um, we can also mention anything else that we did that was fun that maybe wasn't a goal, but came up anyway. And then sure. we'll talk about what our goals for this year are, which hopefully we both have kind of a better idea of how busy we're going to be this year. And so maybe we'll have more realistic expectations. Yeah. Uh, I guess time will tell. But just to summarize from last year, my goals were to do another fastest known fish route, uh, to catch a saltwater species on the fly, and two half goals of trying to go chase splake, finding a splake spot, and um, getting more into fly tying, which has been a running goal of mine that I've been failing at for years. So I guess we'll find out if I failed again. <laughs> and what I have for you is that you were going to take three new-ish people, like people who weren't um, into fly fishing, you were going to help them, kind of mentor them a little bit and get them into it, uh, brush up on your entomology, get better at entomology, and go fishing in Italy. And then you had a half goal of making more time for close-to-home fishing, which I don't really know why that was a half goal, but I guess just maybe you contact that on at the end as, as like something right. that you're not really trying that hard for, but you'd like to just make more of an effort to do that. Yeah, I was kind of wondering what made us um, determine if it was a full goal or a half goal. I think for mine, I considered the half goals things that I cared about less. You know, like I don't, I, I, I think I kind of came up with something on the spot for, for one of them. And uh, I focused more on the whole goals. Um, <laughs> sure. So I don't really know either. But <laughs> Perfect. Well, we'll see where this year takes us with half or whole goals. Okay, so you have more than I do. So why don't you start and you can pick okay. one of your goals and let me know how it went. Great. We'll just start from the top with the help three newish people learn how to fly fish or get more into it. Um, and I do enjoy the fact that we're starting this grading system because <laughs> I feel like there are ways to cheat these and kind of half-ass do them. Okay. <laughs> and then there are ways to like really get, you know, like get an A plus. Like was it in the spirit goal. of it or did you kind of cheat off well, your neighbor? <laughs> the Yeah, exactly. The reason I say that is because I will give myself like a B minus on this one. Okay. Do we have pluses and minuses? We in do. The system? We do. Okay. B minus because I did make the effort it wasn't just like I was with some people and we were by a river and I happened to have gear. And so we should, you know, fulfill my goal. Uh, but it was only one trip. So it wasn't like three separate people okay. on three separate trips. It was one trip, but we did have the intention to dabble in fly fishing with these people who hadn't really done it before. So it was it three people. Yep, there were three okay. people that okay. put a rod in their hand and hadn't done it before or had done it maybe like once. 
Okay, not going to lie, I didn't expect you to complete this goal because I saw that plus having a kid and I'm just like, I can't imagine seeking out <laughs> people that, that like want to start fly fishing and be like, you know what I need to take on right now with an infant is this. Right. So I'm very impressed that you even got a B anything. Well, thank you, Katie. I appreciate that. Uh, however, I didn't actually have the infant to care for yet. It was just in the womb still. So still, I just I, I'm, imp- I'm impressed that you did any people. I thought this. I thought for sure this was going to be an F. You did? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm yeah. proud of you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so we ended up going to one of our local rivers, uh, the St. Joe River in Idaho here. And it was a group of four uh, additional friends of ours, plus Jarrett and myself. And we had planned this camping trip together maybe a a month in advance or so. And uh, we kind of just said, hey, should we all go camping together? Yes, yes, yes. Everybody's in. Okay, cool. And then I picked the location because these people are relatively new to the area. And I decided that we should go to one of our best fly fishing rivers around the area because what better than a hot summer day to get in the water without waders and just like, you know, toss a line in. So, and they were all really excited to try fly fishing as well. Um, So two of the girls had never done it. And then one of the guys I think had done it once or twice and I call it a win because A, he caught fish and B, he's super into it now and he bought his own gear and he wants to go a lot more. I don't know if the girls are as uh, gung-ho about it as he is, but I still feel like that was a win. I think you should give yourself a B, not a B minus. You straight B, straight yeah, B. Yeah, okay. you got some, you did, you helped three people and one of them actually picked it up, which I feel like is better than my record of when people say they want to try it and I do like a lesson with them and they never like, <laughs> do it again. They're like, okay, yeah. I experienced that. That's cool. So the fact that you yeah. got somebody to continue with it, I think that's pretty impressive. Great. I'll take a B. <laughs> Great. Thank you. B's get degrees. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I could really make a career out of this. You could. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was fun, and I hope to I hope to do that again with them and with new people because um, that's just super fun and so exciting to see somebody you know who catches what we would just consider a average fish around here that may not need its picture taken, but. For that person to catch one of their very first fly or trout on a on a fly, they're like, "We gotta get a picture. The stoke is high." So, as Alex Taylor would say, every every fish, no matter how small, deserves to have its picture taken. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and these were decent cutties. They were probably oh, 12, 14 inches, something like that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, sweet. Okay, so you, um, what do you want to start with? Well, I'm going to start on my low points because I oh, don't no. want I don't want to end on a de- depressing note. Ah, oh, maybe um, I should have done that. All <laughs> it's, right. all, it's all downhill for you. I'm going to start <laughs> at the bottom. Um, so my two half goals for some reason I kind of had them paired up. I think it was because I didn't really care about either one that much and so I kind of made them like t- the two halves of a whole uh, which I, th- okay. I actually think that's where we came up with half goals is that I wanted to divide one goal into two items and then you just did a single half 
gold. <laughs> <laughs> Part of it. <laughs> so that's, that's where we're at. Um, so my two half goals were to um, try to go after Splake again. And I think this was spawned because I went to a place that had Splake and I saw them in the water, but I couldn't get one to take. So I think that's what spawned this. And that's why it was kind of a last minute. I think we talked not long after that trip. And so it's kind of on my mind. Um, that was one of the half goals. And then the other one was to uh, get more into fly tying. And I'm going to give myself a big fat fail for both of these. <laughs> uh, but I, the Splake, I honestly forgot was even a goal uh, with, with all the craziness around the summer. And also, I think mm-hmm. one thing I forgot to mention in, in addition to the wedding, the honeymoon and everything that happened over the summer, I took a new job that is field work heavy over the summer. So like on average, I'd say like once a week, we're in the field for a couple of days uh, without much access to, I, I can fish, but I can't like, I can't plan fishing. I have to just take a rod. And if there happens to be water nearby that I can fish, I can wet a line, right. but I'm not going to be planning for specific species or anything like that. So I did get to do quite a bit of fishing, but it wasn't targeted fishing like this. So I just didn't even like that didn't even get attempted. So that was an <laughs> F minus 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 oh um, no you can't go below an f you cannot okay just take the f it's just a big fat f <laughs> uh which is fine that was not a goal i cared that much about um fly tying i did hope to get like more time with this but again with the wedding and stuff and all the traveling i just like didn't really get around to it and i did do some but i did a lot of like repeat stuff i already knew how to tie and i was kind of hoping to grow myself and try new things so simply tying some flies that I already know how to tie was I'm not going to say that that cut it so I'll give myself like a d on that okay um which is sad because I've I've wanted to do that one for a couple years and this this year just it didn't happen I I think I just caught up on my to-do list like two weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) after all this time so I get it that one did not go well unfortunately how many times do you think you tied oh I don't know um under 10. Okay. So not, what, not even a lot, but yeah. What are your go-to patterns that you're, that you could say sit down and do for 20 minutes and not have to really like think about it? Um, I do like, I do a lot of really simple nymphs, like pheasant tails and um, RS2s and things like that, which okay. are useful. Like I use those a lot, but they're not particularly complicated. So my, right. I, we'll get into this year's goals. And we'll okay. see if we'll see if this one makes the list for the third year in a row for me to fail. <laughs> so yes, should there be like a extra like something that we have to say like if you fail a three or a goal one single goal three years in a row, <laughs> you get kicked you out, really, you get expelled. Really, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe what I need to do for this one, and I, maybe we're getting ahead into goals, but maybe I need to make it more specific because I think for a lot of these other ones, there is some specific thing where like once you do it, you know you did it. And the problem yeah. with this one um, is that it's kind of like, I want to do this more. And it's like, what is more? And in my mind, I guess I, I mentioned that I wanted to expand upon what I know, not just like repeat the same things. And I, didn't, I don't think I voiced that last time. I just said I wanted to do it more, get more into it. So maybe yeah. this time I need to make a a concrete goal of like do it this often or um, progress to this type of pattern or, or something like that. Um, right. Which uh, maybe I'll think about it while we talk and get yeah. to that when we get to the goals. So I think that's a good idea. We should start making these more concrete and more attainable with like numbers and how many times and that type of thing. 
Yeah, and we do that for some of them. I mean, some of them are just like, did you or did you not do it? But like, for example, one of yours was fish more close to home. And it's like, well, what if you go once? Does that count? You know, <laughs> yeah. which I think is why we came up with the grading system. But even with right. the grading system to be more nuanced, this is still objectively a terrible effort by me. And it's, a, it's an F. <laughs> okay. Well, so that's all yeah, I got to we'll say see. about that. That's all we'll I'm see say. if it makes the list next year or this year, I <laughs> we'll guess. See. We'll see. <laughs> all right. Next one for you. Okay. Well, I'll pick one that I get a big F on as well because I don't want to end there. <laughs> can you guess which one? That yes. What, wait, wait, wait. Which... Yeah, yes. Yes, I can. I'm going to. Because we talked about it. Well, I don't know. Okay. I guess we'll find out. I was going to guess entomology. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Do you, okay. Did I do an ounce of research or reading on entomology no I did not I bet you were reading about um, how to take care of a human <laughs> instead yeah I was watching baby classes <laughs> legitimately I can't believe you prioritized uh, that over learning about bugs I know I know and I think that we talked about this in the fall and you were like well why don't you reward yourself and for every baby class you can read about bugs for five minutes <laughs> Oh, yeah, I do remember mentioning that. <laughs> it's like, okay, after my baby class, I want to go to bed, so. So you obviously didn't take my genius advice of treating yourself to bug reading. Yeah, so that's a big F. I didn't do a thing. Um, didn't get one step closer to my knowledge of matching the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that. Well, that's that. you. Yeah, see, they're not, it's yeah. I mean, the ones that are F's are not really much of a conversation. I just I didn't do the assignment. Okay, right. <laughs> my What's dog my ate punishment? It. Um. Well, let's. Well, we'll see if it makes the goals for this upcoming year. Yeah, uh, and and we'll go because it'll be there. only the second year in a row for that right. one. Yeah, I'm I'm one year beyond you in terms of my fail failures. Um. Okay. So on a brighter note, uh, my next goal was to catch a saltwater fish on the fly and this I absolutely succeeded it was a, I mean, it was kind of a low it was a low goal um, or a low effort goal I guess in that if I went on a week of guided fishing and didn't catch a single fish that would be like really sad so right so it's not shocking that I caught a fish um, but I caught you know lots of bonefish I had a permit on for several minutes I had a tarpon on so and then plenty of other little uh you know, species that the guide wasn't trying to have us catch, but I was having a blast catching um, just in the surf and stuff, little snappers and things like that. So I caught multiple saltwater fish on the fly. Um, and yeah. I had a permit on, which is way farther than I thought I'd get with that species. I didn't expect to, to have that happen. So um, nice. I would give myself just an, an A. I guess I would give myself okay. an A plus had I landed the permit, but I'll just give myself an <laughs> A and be satisfied with that. Um, Fair and enough. I, won't, I won't go into too much detail because I did a whole episode about our trip to Belize, but, um, yeah, okay. we caught a, caught a lot of fish, uh, learned a lot, got our asses handed to us a lot as well. It was hard. Yeah, <laughs> someone, I bet. I haven't done it does, yet. You haven't? Nope, I haven't. And I, it's on the goals, but it's not for the next, this next year. Okay. Um, but Maybe yeah. 2025. Yeah. Get that baby to be a little bigger. The, the hardest part I found, I thought I was going to have trouble casting the distance I needed, and that was not the problem. I was able to cast like well beyond what I needed, needed to do, but the the accuracy, you know, the getting it into a oh, like, basketball-sized yeah. area at 50 feet um, was a struggle. The wind, 
I guess it wasn't the wind was in a separate struggle, but doing this in the wind was a struggle. Yeah. And also the hardest part I thought was when the guide says a time on the clock and a distance, understanding what that means. Not, like, not, not that I can't read a clock, but when he says 11, 11 might look a little different to him than it does to me or, or whatever. Yeah. And then 50 feet, when you're just looking at blank water, it's really hard to gauge a distance oh, yeah. for me. And I, the guide is doing it 365 days a year. So I'm sure he's really accurate with his numbers. But when he would say, you know, cast to 40 feet, and then I would cast to what I thought was 40 feet, and he'd be like, that was not 40 feet. That was the <laughs> hardest part for me. Uh, and you've got to get it right on, or that's it. So wow. that was that was the challenge. But it was a lot of fun, and um, success. I would consider it very successful for my first time out, even though uh, I didn't catch as many fish as I'm sure someone who is much better and more experienced in that situation would. Sure. And what type of flies are you throwing out there? Uh, a lot of shrimp and crabs. Some um, bait fish streamers, too, for the okay. carpon. But um, for permit and bonefish, it was mostly shrimp and crabs. Okay. Very so cool. That, it was cool to, like, experience new types of flies and stuff, too, because obviously I've never used those for something like trout. Right. So it was just all around a good experience. And I will give myself a passing grade on that with an A. And a pat on the back. Pat, pat on, the back. on the back. Gold star. <laughs> way to go katie awesome so, okay i'll toss it back to you what's your next one okay let's see um i'll i'm gonna save the italy thing for last so let's talk about my half goal let's talk about it <laughs> uh why i made it a half goal is beyond me besides that i just slapped it on it's like when you take a, a college course that only is, meets one day a week, and so it's worth <laughs> one credit instead of three. That's what this okay, is. Fair enough. It's okay. the, the grade uh, weighs less heavily toward your GPA than some of the other It's goals. a filler. It's a filler. Yeah. Okay. Um, make more time for little trips close to home that no, don't need a full day. I would give myself a... D minus or F? I can't remember if I did. I can't remember if I did one of them. I did. I just was trying to guess what letters you were like thinking between, and I was like, oh, maybe it's gonna be like a B minus or a C plus. You're like, it's either a D minus or a big fat fail. I like that there's nuance there, as though you know, if your kid gets an F, that's not okay. But if they get a D minus, now we're talking. Right. We're talking. I mean, we could do something with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, tell me more. I don't know if I actually took any dedicated, really close to home fishing trips. And I am ashamed to say that. But um, this was this was a little more related to pregnancy than like taking three people out fly fishing who hadn't done it before. Um, because for that for the going on half day trips, um, goal, whenever I could get outside in the summer, I was actively trying to like go hiking and do something fitness related because I wanted to stay really active and, and, um, healthy during pregnancy. So on my days off of work, I would go hiking a lot or, backpacking or that type of thing. I mean, I guess bringing people, uh, bringing people 
fly fishing on the St. Joe River was a local goal, but it was overnight. We'd camped, so I can't call that. So it doesn't count. One yeah. of these. It doesn't count. Because um, I would consider like the Coeur d'Alene River to be one of my, you know, half day outings that I can easily go do. It's like half hour away. So uh, maybe 45 minutes if you want to get into a really good spot. Um, and you can go all the way up to two hours of driving from my house to really get into good fishing out there. So for, you know, if, if you really want to get into it, you make it a full day thing anyway. So we're not super close to any, you know, rivers. For, for example, I think you have a spot that you can pop in after work sometimes. Yeah. And so we don't really have that around us. Um, you do have to get out of town a little bit. Um, so yeah, I just, I did a lot of hiking, uh, a lot of local, local hikes with the, with the pup and, got her out and myself out a lot. And I feel like the, between that and trips, um, with my parents, cause we ended up going to the Olympic uh, peninsula and Vancouver Island this year, uh, this summer together. And we did a couple of, um, the fire lookout towers together around the area. And so between those trips and hiking, I didn't do a whole lot of local fishing, if any. So it sounds like this is just one of those goals that because you didn't know what was going to happen like right. your goals shifted once once pregnancy happened so yes. you kind of had to rethink and I, I, it also felt like when I talked to you over the summer that you were kind of trying to fit in a couple things that were I don't want to say like a last hurrah like your life is over now because that's a really depressing way to think about having a kid but <laughs> I feel like there is kind of a sense of urgency like you can go out and fish for an afternoon while you have an infant like dad can watch the kid for a couple hours so that's not really going to go away but doing some of these longer trips that require, you know, backpacking, being gone for multiple days, that's going to be gone for a couple of years. So it's, I, yeah. I feel like you tried to kind of fit some of those in once you realized that the time was, was ticking down. So I think it's understandable that once you found that out, your goals kind of shifted a little bit for the, for the oh, time okay. being. Okay. Perfect. I'm going to take, but you F. still get a deep, a D minus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll take a D minus. Instead of an uh, F. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I don't want two Fs in this course. No. Uh, but yeah, I think that's exactly right. You made, you made a good point that I made that goal before I knew and then um, definitely wanted to smash some trips in that I wouldn't be able to do for a while. So, Well, extenuating circumstances. So we'll give you the, the slightly higher grade. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Back to you. What do you got? All right. My last one was to set another fastest known fish route which um, I believe most people should be familiar with it because we've talked about it several times. But um, based on the idea of a fastest known time in in the running world or in the skiing world where you set the fastest um, time on a, a known route that other people can then try to beat and do it faster. And so fastest known fish is the same thing, except you need to catch a fish and drink a beer at some point along the way. Um, so I set one uh, with Caitlin actually back in... I don't know, maybe August or September. Uh, we did one close to home. And as far as I know, no one has uh, beaten my time, but it would not be hard to beat. Like literally anyone okay. who's good at running could beat it. Uh, but that's, <laughs> that's my goal here is to just go set the first one for each of these so I don't have to be fast. I just yeah. have to do it. And then other people can come and set the faster routes. Um, but I think we did maybe seven-ish miles. Um, I caught a little rainbow on... Actually, this the river that you mentioned that I can do after work, it was probably 10 minutes from where I work. Uh, we went nice. out one, one morning before work and knocked that out. She didn't fish. She just hung out and watched. And yeah, I mean, that's 
that's basically it. But uh, again, I would just give myself a, I'll give myself an A because an A plus would have been had I done it quickly, you know, <laughs> like actually set a good. You time. don't feel like that was cl- quickly. No, no, I'm I'm slow as shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have to so, be the, the first one to set the route. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so question on that. Do you log these somewhere so that other people can try to go beat it? Yes. And actually the um, the next episode that's going to air, which is going to be the, – the timing's going to be weird because we are recording now and yours will air later. But the next right. episode that's going to come out is with Andrew Todd who runs the Flyathlon. And he's okay. the one who, like, who runs this system. And they had an old – web page on their on their site that listed these but they have since created a dedicated website for it but i don't think it's up yet uh i've seen it i've like i've gotten the link and i've been able to check it out but i think it's not live to the public yet but it will be it will be soon and it's really cool nice very cool so yeah i think i'm gonna save the things like a pluses for going above and beyond yeah i agree and i I think Mm -hmm. i I very much completed this, but I did not go above and beyond. So I will just take the regular old A. And pat yourself on the back again. Yep. Another gold star. (laughs) So I got two A's in my three credit classes, and I got two F's in my one credit classes. So I'll have to calculate my GPA after the fact. Yeah, I know. You're not going to be valedictorian, but But I think you'll pass. Yeah, I'll pass. All right. Let's hear about okay. Italy. Well, or okay. not Italy. Not Italy, but... Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah, this is my last one. So um, it's it's a good segue because I wanted to talk about what we did in um, replacement of that. So when I set the Italy goal, we had every intention to go to Italy. And if you don't go to Italy, you can't catch a fish in Italy. Correct. <laughs> So, um, once we found out I was pregnant and the due date, which was in November, we were going to go to Italy end of September. And we talked to my doctor and they just said, it's probably not in your best interest to go on that long of a flight and across, um, overseas and go out of the United States when you're that close to your due date. Just, you know, I don't want you to buy tickets and then have to cancel that that trip because you're having complications or what what have you. So we made the sad decision to cancel that trip. Um, and wasn't kind of, sorry, wasn't part of it also that you wanted to be able to enjoy wine in Italy. Oh yeah. Yes. You're correct. <laughs> yes. Um, so another sad decision. Cause I was like, <laughs> I can't drink my face off with wine <laughs> while I'm in Italy cause I'm pregnant. So, uh, well, I could, but I don't but it know. Wouldn't People be, might it wouldn't be good. That. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we did already have the time off of work, both of us did. And so we decided, well, what could we do um, in replacement and just save Italy for a time when I can drink all the wine and um, go fly overseas. So we ended up coming up with Alaska because we I have been to Alaska once uh, but Jarrett has never been. And we, I've been in the fall about the same time, uh, as our trip was going to be. And it was gorgeous with all the fall colors. Um, when I went to Alaska in the past, it was not a dedicated fishing trip. It was with my parents. Uh, we did a little bit of fishing, kind of a 
just a little side activity because we saw some of the salmon, uh, the sockeye salmon, um, and we wanted to try to go catch one, which really you're snagging them at that point. <laughs> uh, so that was that was the trip with my parents. It was many moons ago. I'm aging myself, but um, I remembered parts of the trip, but but not enough to say, oh, it's you know I don't want to go back to Alaska because I was just there or something like that. So. We booked flights to Alaska. Um, I kind of wanted Jarrett to do a lot of the uh, planning of the trip because I feel like I do a lot of trip planning most of the time. And um, it was kind of a baby moon. And I thought, I'm going to have him treat us to a trip that he plans. So we were getting really, really close to the to the trip, maybe a month out, maybe maybe a month and a half. I don't know. But I'm like, all right, so what do we got? What do we got going? What's what's on the itinerary? And he's like, I've been so busy with work all summer. I haven't really done anything. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh. So he he we actually have uh, some friends of ours, local friends here who used to guide in Alaska, um, at certain lodges and remote lodges. Um, so Jared ended up reaching out to them. And got in contact with one of the uh, one of their bosses. They he owns a lodge on the uh, let's see if I can pronounce it correctly Talachalitna River. So it's like a forty minute little um, puddle jumper flight from Anchorage um, out to the lodge. Um, and so we ended up booking that. Um, the guide's name is Chris, and Jarrett was in contact with Chris. Um, pretty much every week up until the trip, kind of talking about logistics and everything. Well, about a week before the trip, we're looking at the forecast. And mind you, we were going to be the only guests there. So it was going to be us and Chris <laughs> at the lodge <laughs> because it was kind of after season, but he knew we wanted to target trout. So he's like, that's perfect for perfect timing for you guys then. Um, and so we contacted Chris a bunch of times, um, talked about the forecast. The forecast wasn't looking great. It was looking really rainy. And Chris was saying the, the river could be totally blown out and it could be completely not worth your time and money. Um, but we'll keep an eye on it and we'll talk as, you know, like even a day before you guys get here. So day before we go, it's really not looking good. We're like, well, why don't we touch base? Like when we get into Anchorage, cause he was super awesome and flexible with us. And he goes, so he, he's like, I'm not going to have you guys pay until you get here, just in case you do have to back out. And it's totally fine. I totally get it because we can't control mother nature. Um, and so we called him when, well, first of all, we landed in Anchorage is dumping rain and it had been dumping rain for like five days straight and called Chris when we got to the hotel and he's like, I'm going to let you guys make the decision, but is really not looking good. <laughs> like, I just, I don't want you to come out. You guys are more than welcome, but I don't want you to come out here and pay all this money. And the fishing's absolute garbage. Cause I tried it the other day and it was horrible. Um, at least he told so, you that. Yeah. Super nice, super honest. Um, we were so appreciative of that, but we did end up backing out, um, which I was really bummed about. And so was Jarrett because we were getting a pretty good deal on, uh, the cost of the trip and all that. But the big thing for, um, 
the cost at that time of year that Chris couldn't control was the cost of the flight. And cause he's, he doesn't own that company obviously. So we were going through the, uh, I can't remember the company name, but anyways, um, they had to charge more because it was kind of out of season for their flights. And so we decided to just cancel it all. Um, everyone was super, super nice about it. Uh, but we sat there in the hotel after that decision and looked at each other like, okay, well now what? Cause we're just stuck we had, in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cause we had a, um, rental van or we had a, we had a van rented for the last week that we were there, but we had, I think four days before we were going to go pick up the van. And so we didn't even have a vehicle cause we got dropped off at the, uh, hotel and then we were just going to Uber over to the flight place. And so we're like, okay, well, first step, let's get a mode of transportation <laughs> and then we can figure it out. Uh, so we ended up getting a rental car, uh, last minute Costco travel, whoop, whoop, shout out, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Costco. And, yeah. Um, and then we just decided to go around to a couple of the local fly shops and ask people if they would be willing to give us kind of tell or crying, cry to them about our circumstances and uh, see if they would share some good in, insight onto where we could go fish. Um, so I think we ended up going down to the Kenai Peninsula first. We ended up booking a little glacier cruise one of the first days, which was kind of fun uh, and Whittier. And then went down to the, we, we booked some really last minute Airbnbs. So that took up our whole afternoon when we got into the, into the hotel. Uh, went down to the Kenai Peninsula. We didn't fish the Kenai because, you know, we went back and forth for a little bit. Like, should we hire a last minute guide and float it? Because obviously that's the way to do it. Um, or should we just go to some of these smaller rivers that people in the fly shops have been telling us about? And a lot of the fly, the rivers that they were mentioning uh, were along the, the Denali Highway, like up towards Denali, which we knew we were going to go to in our van. Uh, but we wanted to check out the Kenai Peninsula first. So I was kind of doing some online research about some creeks and small rivers that we could fish as well as um, taking the advice of the fly shop people. And we ended up fishing a river called, I think it was called Ptarmigan Creek. Yes. Um, and it was really cool. It was awesome. There were, the color of the water was gorgeous. We fit, we mostly caught Dolly Varden, which we had a, uh, kind of a goal to, to catch because it's not something we catch all the time around here. And they were saying that that's one of the big ones to go catch, um, it, at the fly shops. And what was super interesting to us was we go in and we're like, okay, so these are the flies we've got kind of showing them our, our array of selection that we brought. Cause I only brought a couple cause heaven forbid I lose my entire, uh, fly bag on or fly pack on like a flight. I am always so paranoid of that. So I just hand select several. Uh, and they're like, Oh yeah, you don't need any of those here. You just need some flesh and some trout beads and you're good. <laughs> I'm like, what? This is a foreign concept. Um, so we had them explain like how to set all that up. Cause we really haven't done that before. Um, and so we brought those out to this Ptarmigan Creek, um, had some luck, but we were like, why don't we just throw some of the nymphs that we brought from home and see what, go what happens. And sure enough, cat so many more fish on 
all those other nymphs. And I think it's just because everyone just goes and checks the fleshy flies and that's all they are ever seeing. So um, there were a bunch of red sockeye in the river too, which was really pretty to see them. Um, We weren't targeting them, obviously. We were targeting trout. And I think we only ended up accidentally snagging like two, um, but they got off. I actually almost broke my rod on one of them because it got under a log. Oh, geez. I'm like, that is one of the biggest fish that has been on this five weight fly rod. And it's under a log right now with a lot of current. So I was like in my backing and almost to the end of my backing. Oh man. But I ended up, it just snapped off. So oh, good. Yes. Um, so then we went to, let's see. Yeah. The Dolly Varden day was really fun. Um, we did all DIY. We ended up deciding not to do any guided trips. Um, we heard about the Russian River, which was supposed to be really good for wade fishing um, near the Kenai. I think it dumps into the Kenai. And we were going to go there, but then the access point was closed due to grizzly bear activity, I believe, is what it was. And I was pregnant and Jared's like, I don't really want to bring you into Grizz country. I know we're in Grizz country, just in all of Alaska, but. But if they're calling this out as a hot spot, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we got our van finally, which was so fun. Um, The van was very bougie, way better than the one we had in New Zealand. Although Daryl the dragon was incredible. Uh, (laughs) But (laughs) this one actually had heat and. like a refrigerator in it and it was all powered off of just the battery of the vehicle. So we didn't have to be plugged in, which is fabulous. Uh, so we could remote camp anywhere and have heat because it was really cold end of September in Alaska. Um, and they had an early start to their winter as well. So, but we ended up going, uh, and driving the highway up to Denali. Um, I think we kind of just jetted up there and then fished our way back down because there's so many rivers that cross that highway. Um, and we would just stop at any fly shop and ask advice and kind of, kind of got like, you know, a running list. And if one of the rivers was mentioned more than once, then we ended up trying it. Um, yeah. Cause there's so many and we just had limited time and we ended up running, uh, into this one river that, Um, so, so I guess I'll start with, we fished a couple of them and we didn't really have much luck and we're like, oh man, I don't know what we're doing wrong or if it's just not the time of the year. Um, yeah. Or like the river, all the rivers were so high because of all the rain. Um, so anyways, ended up, I think it was maybe our third or fourth river and we're kind of feeling defeated, but we're like, eh, we're here to fish. Let's just keep going. Um, and I think I threw uh, one of my tried and true nymphs from home or that work here. And I ended up catching a huge rainbow that day. And it was in this like tiny little run, um, but it was a deep little run. And we're like, okay, all hope is back. Oh my gosh, there's huge rainbows in this river. Um, and then we ended up going to a confluence where another creek dumps into this river. And also this river is crossable. Like we're going back and forth from side to side the whole time. Um, so it was, it was like our favorite size of river. 
and went to this confluence and I hear Jared just yelling because he gets there first, obviously, because he's always running in front of me. Yeah, he power walks um, ahead of the group to get he, to the good spot. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yep. Um, dirty dog. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so he's yelling. He's like, come over here. And he caught another, like a huge rainbow. And we ended up having a great day. We caught, I don't know, over 10 really massive rainbows. Um, and so we ended up going back to that river, I think three days in a row and just like had the time of our lives fishing it and catching big rainbows. Now I will say the stretch of river that we were able to fish was really limited because it's private on one side and then, and that's towards the highway. And then if you go further in, it just gets like really hard to navigate because those rivers around there aren't, I mean, there's like a couple of them that have trails along them, but most part you're just bushwhacking. Like there's kind of a fisherman's trail, but you're not quite sure. And it was really slow moving. So, but yeah, it was awesome. It's cool to hear this. And I don't know if maybe we can do, if you ever get time back again after having a kid, (laughs) like a dedicated episode on this, because I feel like every trip I hear to Alaska, um, even if it's DIY, most of them talk about requiring a bush plane and I know uh, that, that I know that's like I would rather go somewhere that requires a bush plane like get out into the middle of absolutely nowhere but um you don't hear very often about someone going up to Alaska and just like getting a car and going fishing like if I were to fly to Montana I would rent a car and then I would go fishing like I it wouldn't be rocket science but then I feel like you think about Alaska and it's like oh my god you gotta fly the whole way up there arrange a flight out into the middle of nowhere then you know start from there do you need a raft to float and all this stuff and even if you do it on your own it still requires a lot more effort so to hear that you can just rent a van and go to fly shops and like it sounds like a lower 48 adventure but it's up there so that's just kind of cool cool to hear that that's doable yeah yep and I wasn't sure how that would go honestly um because I agree I'm like you think of Alaska and you're flying somewhere for sure. Yeah. You're like, it's daunting. It's like too big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were just like out of Anchorage. Like that's where you flew into and you just drove around from there and you got to do all this stuff within a driving radius of Anchorage. Correct. Yep. Cool. Yeah. And we, uh, on the way back to the airport at the end of the trip, we were with our Uber driver who is from the area and he asked us how our trip was. And we're like, oh, man, we went all over and fished. It was awesome. And he goes, well, where'd you go? And we kind of told him, you know, where we were at. And he goes, oh, you touched like 0% of Alaska. What are you going to do in a single trip? Fish the whole state? <laughs> I know. But yeah, it was just funny because we were like, yeah, we went all over and we fished. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, from down here, I mean... Yeah. I feel like 1% of Alaska is like the entire state of Colorado. So Right. Right. Yeah. No, it was really cool. Yeah, it was fun. Um, we actually ended up going into a fly shop called Mossy's Fly Shop at the end of the trip. It was in Anchorage. And of course, I had to get hats and Yeti, you know, yeah. cups and all that stuff. With their I mean, it's named after it. you. you yeah, I know. But we talked to the guys in there for a while and we're like, so are there any brown trout here by chance because we don't we didn't catch any and we don't really know and he's like huh if there were brown trout here i would have moved here a long time ago (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, okay. So noted. It's just rainbows and a lot of salmon. <laughs> and Dolly Parton. I couldn't have told you whether there were browns up there, but I never think of browns when I think of Alaska. It's like never no. comes to mind. So that answers that. Yeah. So what's your grade on this? What's your grade on your trip to Italy? <laughs> <laughs> this one's hard to grade. Uh so F for Italy, but I will say the reason I don't know. I'm gonna no, be you don't generous get an F. to myself. Yeah, I don't think you get an F on this. I think you need to be fair. Okay. Well then it's a B. I'm taking a s just All right. straight wow. B. Wow, wow, a B. I went from okay. an F to a B. <laughs> because you gave me you gave me an inch and I'm taking a mile. <laughs> yeah, if I'm grading myself, then <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know, because I feel like if it were okay, so let's just say the goal were take a destination fishing trip and right. catch some fish. Then, then I real then I got an A. <laughs> yeah, no, I think a B is fair. Okay, perfect. Um. Okay. Well, is that the last of our goals from last year? That's yes. all I have written down. Yep. Okay. Well, would you? How many new goals do you have? So I have two new and then probably going to pull a couple. <laughs> You're going to retake the class for a couple? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll start. And I, I'm also going to retake the class of fly okay. diving. Perfect. Um, I, I think I need to make this more specific. And I think I'm going to say that I need to sit down and tie flies and like act, actively make an effort to um, improve every week. Like every week I need to try – you know, a new technique or a new fly. The hard part is going to be that in the summer with field work and everything, like I'm not going to be able to every week. So there's, I think there's going to be, the goal is to try to make it like average every week. Okay. Um, so in the winter now, I, I actually do have some time probably on my hands. So I might try to tie more now and kind of front load it and then maybe not do as much during the summer. And then once winter comes around do a little more, but um, like actively make progress throughout the year and try to do it kind of more on like a weekly basis which isn't even that specific because like what am I going to do every week but it's more (laughs) specific than just saying I want to do it more yeah I like that I'd like to sit down at least every week and make some serious progress okay now uh when you do that are you gonna count it if you don't like attempt to learn a new pattern or something like that are you still gonna count it I I think think you should I think I could count it if I'm you know, perfecting something, you know, I think Mm -hmm. there's also progress in, for example, I can make six pheasant tails that don't look anything like each other, or I can make six pheasant tails that all look like each other. And so being able to have that consistency would also be progress, but I don't want to, basically, I don't want to phone it in. I'm I'm trying to do something that's not phoning it in. So in whatever form that arrives, whether it's just perfecting something or getting really consistent on a fly, um, or doing different sizes of flies, trying something smaller or larger, just like not just getting comfortable and tying the same midges and brassies a hundred times in a row and not actually like learning anything. Yeah. So that's what I would say is, is like, it, that's what counts. Cool. Okay. All right. How about you? Awesome. Love it. Um, okay. So I'm going to set this one. This first one's just going to be kind of like a, I don't know. It's going to sound lame maybe, but, uh, (laughs) but I'm trying to make it attainable. And so, and I want to give it a number too, so I can really make it attainable. So I just want to bring, uh, our daughter's name is Brinley. Um, I would like to bring Brinley fishing three times in the summer. 
And, so, and what counts as bringing her fishing? Like if, if you and Jarrett went fishing and you just sit on shore with her while he fishes, or is it like she's going to be out in the water, like playing around? Like, like what's the... Yeah, what so I will not count it if I'm not fishing. Okay. Like if she's not in my pack on me or even on Jarrett, you know what I mean? Like, or honestly, if we take turns, but I have to fish and like she has to be like splish splashing in the water and having a time too. Like, okay. I want her to kind of like be immersed in it a little bit, whether it be like in a carrier on our backs or watching us fish from like the shore when we take turns. It's not like and someone think, hangs out at the car with her while someone else goes and fishes. Like she has right. to be part of the process. Right. Um, it's actually a lot harder than it sounds to make that happen because Jarrett's schedule in the summer is insane. Um, and so he can, I mean, we'll have to do day trips. This is like <laughs> bringing in my half goal from last year. Um, because he can't do a lot of like go camping overnight. He is, his work schedule is insane. Um, and so, yeah, we'll have to do that and just go for the day and bring her. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. And honestly, I think I'll be more excited to go to some of my local areas that, you know, we've exhausted, like, we feel like we maybe have exhausted on our own, but bringing this new fresh human who's exploring the world, you know, and like, you can, we are going to be able to see the happiness in her, like enjoying it a little bit. I don't know. I think there's gonna be something different about that and I'll be really excited about it. So, yeah. Well, I think that I, I hope that's attainable. I know you said yeah. that his schedule is is hectic, but hopefully you find some time. And I feel like even just going for an hour or two will for be sure, yeah. a success. So three times. Three times. And you know what? I hope to report back that I did it way more than that. But I wanted to at least just set something that's low. <laughs> well, if you set it too high, it's going to feel daunting and then you're just not going to do it at all. You're going to be like, well, I'm, I just see that I'm not going to accomplish that. So I'm just going to stop trying. Whereas yeah. three, it's like, great, I attained it. Now I can keep going. So, right. Like that was really fun. Let's do it more. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, my next one is to complete a trout woman, uh, which is like a, it's a lady version of a trout man, which is a trail marathon, four species of trout, a 12% beer. And I think 3000 <laughs> feet, 3000 feet of elevation gain in under 12 Whoa. hours. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So I have uh, so I, t- I told you I talked to Andrew and his episode's going to be coming out soon. I don't know if you can see it behind me. There's a there's a beer sitting like right oh, here yeah. on my desk behind me. That is yeah. the 12% beer that I must drink. He gifted it Whoa. to me as a as like a, you know, get me like in the a mood. nudge. Yeah. And so I have it sitting there on my desk staring at me, reminding me that I need to actually go out and run before I do this. <laughs> Because I am very resistant to training for anything, I prefer to just go out and wreck my body. So, oh, I, I so can't that's do that. a training beer. No, 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 no. That is to sit there and stare me in the face to be like, "Go run, like go oh. run," because you're gonna you're gonna have to do that this summer. <laughs> and so that that beer is my accountability buddy. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, what is the beer that is twelve percent? Because that's kind of rare. It is a. Westbound and Down Louie. What? That's what it's called. Westbound and Down is the brewery, and the beer is called Louie. Like, what? Is it a dark or is it an IPA? Oh, I don't even know. It's just sitting oh. there. 
It's just, just a 12% pure. They all, be, they all merge into one when, yeah. once you get that high. You just don't t- – it tastes like wine at that point because wine yeah. is what? 14, almost – yeah, it's almost wine. <laughs> so that, That's fun. That is a goal that I don't need to set any sort of um, – Yeah, do it or stipula- don't do it. Yeah, it's you do it or you don't. So Okay, will you we'll see. Uh, say that one more time. So how many species? Four species of trout. 26.2 miles, uh, I think 3,000 feet of elevation gain, but I'd have to double check that. And okay. a 12% beer all in under 12 hours. And the beer can be at any point. Like you could start with it or you could finish with it? You could, yeah. I will okay. I will probably end with it. Because <laughs> that sounds like a way better idea. I don't know. I think you, you should start with it. You could, maybe I'll sip it the whole time. I'll put it in my like bladder on my back and just like sip on the beer as I run. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Um, now, is this something that you will have a companion go on with you? You have to do it oh, with a companion okay. as part of the challenge. And right now there's a plan for like a whole bunch of people to go do various. So there's various levels of this. This is the lowest level. Um, oh, my gosh. There's kind of a gathering happening of, of people who are going to be working on whatever the level they're on. And so there's somebody who's going to be doing... Uh, like a 60 something miler and a couple of people wow. are going to be doing like 50 milers. And so the people who are doing shorter ones will just stop before the other people. And so, uh, yeah, I will be doing it with other people, but I'm not sure if I can go on this group outing, but either way I need someone to come with me because it's, they, they encourage it for safety reasons to have a partner yeah. when you do it. With they a don't 12% do beer? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they don't have to do it. Like, they don't have to do the whole okay. challenge. They just need to, like, be there with you to um, verify that you did it and to be your safety buddy. Cool. I like that. Yeah. So if I, I don't go with the group, come. I don't know. You should. Bring the baby. <laughs> well, I'll oh, do it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that would count for, like, three times bringing her out fly fishing in Yeah, one. I mean, it would. <laughs> and, you know, for people who don't drink, because there's, like uh, – alternative rules if you if you don't drink then they're not going to make you drink as 12 percent beer but you have to do something else that's equally kind of disgusting uh okay. to make it harder so maybe you could like they, they've in the past someone has had like to drink a half gallon of milk or something instead. oh i was literally just gonna say drinking one gallon of milk a i was gonna gallon. say you could just drink your breast milk like oh, one one pint, <laughs> one pint of breast milk counts as a 12 percent beer <laughs> i haven't even tried it yet really that could be a good way to introduce it yeah. Oh man, that would be <laughs> quite a way to learn it. <laughs> See what it tastes like. All right, so you're oh in. You're signed up. All right, All right moving okay. on. Okay. <laughs> um, this is a topic for another time, but I did uh, resign from my job, so I do what? have the summer off. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll have to hang around and talk afterward because I want to learn yeah. more. <laughs> I fully support um, that though because it always prevented you from hanging out. <laughs> I know. I know. Um. Okay. I don't know why I'm looking down at my phone because I don't have my goals um, listed. I have our old goals listed, but and not I just my new looked ones. at my paper as though I could answer that for you. I'm like, I don't know what your goals are. <laughs> okay, so the second one's fun. I think you'll love it. Um, I I'm I'm going with the number three. Like I'm doing sets of threes okay. with my goals. So this is to catch three fish on flies that you have gifted me. Oh, that's a fun one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know if in previous podcasts that we've done, if we've explained that, what we, what we do I don't every know. Christmas. Yeah, so give it the 30 we'll, second spiel. 
Yeah. Um, so basically we, I can't remember how long ago we decided to do this, but it's been several years now where at Christmas we pick each other out the, what do we call it now? The, just the good regular old dozen, dozen. <laughs> regular old dozen, uh, flies that we send to each other. And I, we've talked about, we talked about that this year as, um, how we just kind of like stow them away in our fly pack and we don't really know in the future when we go to use them, which ones you've actually been given by the other person. So I'm going to take a picture this year before I organize them in my fly pack or just keep them separate. Yeah. And um, try to catch three fish on your flies because it's like an extra little challenge. Like you go to a river that you know you're going to probably catch fish. You know exactly what you should put on, but uh, to put on something different that you've given me would be really fun. Okay. I love this goal. This is super fun. I want to add a personal challenge into this for you. I want you to open up that box and pick the fly that you think is the most extra, like not, not pick the one that you think is actually good. Yeah. Don't pick the one that's like, well, she sent me a, you know, zebra midge and I know that's going to catch a fish. (laughs) Like pick the one that you're just like, this is absurd. Because okay. I go into the fly shop and I try to pick some that look good. And I try to pick some that I'm just like, well, that is fun. I'm going to put that in there. <laughs> like, I don't know when you're going to fish with this, but it looks fun or it's a fun color or whatever. Um, so I would like to challenge you to make one of those fish be on the most gaudy, absurd fly I sent to you, which I don't even know what it is, but I, send a picture if and when you do okay. this. I will. That's fine. I like it. Yes. Okay. And from now on, I'm going to ensure that I include at least one every year that is like outrageous. Perfect. But how, but the thing is, how long do I have to sit there and fish that fly (laughs) before I give up on it? (laughs) I mean, if you're going to fail the whole goal because you can't get a fish on that third one, you can't get that third (laughs) fish, then go ahead and fish what looks good. I don't think anything in that box was ridiculous enough that you wouldn't be able to catch them it's not like i sent you a tarpon fly and it was like you have to catch a trout on this right like they're all trout flies and they're all they They are they all i I guess catch fish i mean i got them in my local fly shop so if they sell them i would assume they have to catch something yeah okay that's fun i think we also talked about how i kept going to the same fly shop for you um and so you probably kept getting the same flies because every year i'm like oh i really like the looks of this one but i wouldn't know i liked i wouldn't know well, yeah <laughs> but <laughs> this year i went to a new one and so i think you got a nice uh new variety so. okay well i like that goal i'm very excited to hear how that goes because i want i just i'm gonna forget what i even sent you. i already forget what i sent to you i didn't even i forgot two seconds after i picked up the flies what i sent to you so i know i'm just excited to hear what you have success on cool yeah, I'll be sure to send a picture of the flies that I use that I pick yes. too. Or yeah. honestly, I'll just, I gotta send a picture of just all the whole dozen, the regular dozen. The regular old dozen. <laughs> I think the reason we call it the regular old dozen is because sometimes at my fly shop, if they'll do deals around the holidays where they, if you buy twelve, you get the thirteenth free. Oh yeah. And yeah. so I was mm-hmm. expecting to get you thirteen flies, and then I went in there and it was there was no deal, and so I think I texted you like, you didn't You're get thirteen this year. You got a regular old dozen. <laughs> <laughs> you shorted me oh my I gosh know. I know you're expecting that 13th but not this time yeah. sometimes I pocket that 13th as well <laughs> not gonna lie sometimes I do too <laughs> okay is it uh is it to me again yep all right so this, this is my last one 
the other the first two goals I listed I felt like were kind of chosen for me because I already knew that I failed fly tying and I had to retake that class. <laughs> um, the the trout woman has been established for me upon receipt of that beer, so that was kind of already selected. I didn't have to think about it. But then I was sitting today and I was like, I need three. So I just kind of came up with something that sounded fun. So I decided I would like to do a, I'm calling it a follow the stream backpacking trip where I would like to just pick a stream and start at one end of it and carry my camp on my back and just fish my way up to the other end of it. And maybe, maybe it's not the whole stream because maybe I can't do the whole thing with the time I have, but I'd like to just pack my tarp tent that's super light. It can be in my back and you know, it's not going to weigh me down and just kind of like fish until I feel like settling down and pitch camp right there. And then just wake up the next day and do it again and do that for like a weekend or a long weekend, like two or three days, just fish my way up, carrying all my stuff. So I'm not burdened and I can just move as much as I want and cover as much river as I want. I think that'd be fun to see a stream from like top to bottom or bottom to top. Oh, I love that. That is super fun. And maybe start at like a lake. If there's a lake, you know, I could camp there the first night and then work down from the outlet or something like that. Awesome. That sounds amazing. And that should also be a very easy one to know if I did it or not. <laughs> so. Yes. Uh, are you planning, is that is this going to be a solo? Uh, it doesn't solo have trip? to be. doesn't have to be if someone wants to come. Wink, wink. I if, know. If you want to come or if Mike <laughs> wants to come or like, I, I don't really care who I do it with. But if, if no one wants to come, then I will gladly do it by myself too. Yeah. Well, if you make it an Idaho stream, then... I'm I all. Could. I'm all there. We'll have to see what my work schedule looks like. The problem with summer yeah. is that it's so busy with field work, and I don't know what I'm going to be doing until often like a week or two before we do it. So it's kind of fitting last minute things in. But in between field trips, I can basically take whatever time off I want because I'm usually working like a ton of hours during those trips. So then in between, I can kind of slack off a little bit. Not slack off, but I can take that time, that extra time I worked, and. In between trips, I do usually have a decent amount of time. I just don't always know when that's going to be until like it's happening. Nice. Yeah. So it may need to be a bit of a last minute trip. For sure. But that sounds awesome. I love it. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I just kind of made it up. So fun. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> All right. Um, your last well, one or maybe your last one. I guess. I mean, I don't have an, I don't have like another new Oh, okay. So I'm I'm just pulling two more, two others from last year. Are these half So now I have four. No. These are full credit learning courses. Into, this, yeah, learning entomology is a full credit course. Okay. If I do that, I'm going to quantify it. So I think that the easier way for me to do this is listen to podcasts over like reading. Yeah. Or... I mean, looking stuff up online, I could do that too. Um, heck, I'm up at 3 a.m. every day breastfeed, or breast pumping. So what what better to do? I should just turn off Netflix and start looking up bugs on my phone. <laughs> you know what? You could, reward, you could do this thing where you reward yourself with five minutes of bug reading. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard yeah. the suggestion before, but... <laughs> Like after you watch your Netflix show, reward yourself with reading about bugs. My actual suggestion would be to put a an entomology book in the back of your toilet. Right. I just never spend that much time on the toilet. <laughs> You're efficient. Uh, I am. Uh, so, okay. So I did look it up today because I was like, if I'm going to make this a goal, how many entomology podcasts are really out there? And there are actually a lot. Like so fishing specific I, ones or just entomology mm-hmm. in general? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I looked it up 
There's one that you might have heard of. Um, it's like entomology. <laughs> this is not a fish. I should have had this written down, um, but I wanted to know if you had heard of it. It's like something wet fly swing. Oh, wet fly swing. Like- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You've heard of it. They yeah. have a lot of entomology ones. I've been on that podcast. Oh, my gosh. Did you talk about bugs? No. <laughs> so you can skip my episode. Okay, so on podcasts, I searched entomology fly fishing, and what fly swing is on there a lot, and then I scroll down, and fish untamed comes up. Never heard of it. <laughs> Proof. Yeah, right the guy, the guy uh, Rick Hayfley, who came on mine, I think he's done several podcasts, So, um, and he's, he's one of the go-to guys, so I think you could search his yes. name, too, and probably find even more than you would just searching keywords. I bet his name would take you like right to where you need to be. Yeah, perfect. That's probably why yours came up, huh? Because of his podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I did an episode with him that has that in the title, so that's why it came up. Yeah. Okay, so quantifying that, I feel like listening to a podcast every, I don't know, month? I mean, that's like seems easy. That does seem easy. I thought you were going to say every week, but I I also listen to a ton of podcasts, so that's easy for me to say. I know, and I'm more of an audiobook gal. Well, what can I'm you in find in an audiobook? Club. Although that's probably a really dry topic to listen to in an audiobook, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, well, heck, let's just shoot for every two weeks okay? and then see where it takes me. Man, if I do that, I'm going to be like a wealth of knowledge next year about bugs. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. The pro- the only problem I see with this, which is, it's not actually a problem, I don't, I'm not discouraging you from doing it, is I feel like you're going to learn really in-depth about, like, four bugs. You're going to yeah. learn about caddises, mayflies, stoneflies, and maybe midges, which is not bad, because those are obviously, like, the four, you know, most important right. ones. But I feel like with a podcast that goes for an hour, they're going to hit the, you know, the heavy hitters like those ones, and they're probably not often going to get beyond those yeah. four groups um again not discouraging it because those four groups are the are the big ones but i think if you do ever find a way to get like reading in either on the internet or in a book you'll be able to kind of expand beyond those groups maybe that could be a future thing like if you get True. really solid on those four then you can in the future expand yeah. into like other groups well maybe i'll do this i'll do every two weeks i either need to do some type of reading or a podcast on yeah. on it. Okay. Yeah. And what what if you like miss a week? What what's your plan? Cuz like I talked about how fly tying I'm hoping to do it like on average every week like make some progress, but I know that's not going to happen every week. So some yeah. weeks I'll do more if I'm like into it. I might go you know every day and for a yeah. while and do some. So if you find that you miss a week, I'll log it like what did I read about and what was the date or something. Okay, you're going to keep a so journal. I, I think I'm going to keep a journal, yeah. Wow, yeah. you're really serious about this. I am. Do you want me to be an accountability buddy and check in on you? Because I feel yeah. like it's really easy for us to say we're going to do these things, and then if we don't check in, we just whoop to the wind. Yep, like, oh, I'll take an F, no big deal. Yeah, I'll just take the F. I can. <laughs> my GPA is good enough that I'll pass without this class. <laughs> yeah, yes, you should. You should okay. check in. Really light a fire under my ass. Yeah, I always do. It's <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite thing to do. Uh, yeah. Well, is, so, that, is that a wrap? Is that um, all we've got? Or you had another one? 
What was my, oh, Italy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Italy. Oh, you're going to Italy this year. We're going to Italy. So that is back on the, on the goals list. Um, okay. So that's why I only picked two new because I had two old that I wanted to bring back. And I feel like that's allowed because they were only last year's. Your fly tying one. If you don't do it this time, you we gotta p- figure out I get some type kicked of out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> go into delinquency. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do plan to go to Italy this year in kind of same timeline. Um, now we do have friends that live in the Netherlands, and so part of our time will be spent with them, and then part of the time will be in Italy. So our our time in Italy will be cut shorter. So I'm not quite sure. Um, you know if we're actually going to be around good rivers to fish. Um, We have friends that live over there that we met when we were traveling New Zealand. And the kind of the main goal is to go visit them. They do live in the Northern Alps. Uh, So I'm assuming we'll have access to at least a river that we can go toss a line. Um, And I think we talked about this. There's some different types of trout species over there. We were looking into it last time we talked about it. Um, I'll have to look into that again. Yeah. But I don't know how, you know, how easily accessible information is over there um, for fly fish. I really don't know what the scene is like over there. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm excited to hear how that goes. And this actually, um, not to, you know, deviate from, from your goal. But I actually just remembered that we are also doing a Europe trip this year in which I would plan to catch fish. So I'm going to add that to my goals as well and, and mimic you nice. there. And Perfect. say, cause we're planning to go to Slovenia. So I'm gonna try to catch a marble trout. That'll be one of my cool. goals. I think that's what's in uh, Italy as well. Yeah. I don't remember. I thought you, um, I thought you mentioned some sort of like brown trout, uh, like knockoff spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like we have the brown trout, but they just have the knockoffs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and I forgot to mention, uh, Alaska, we caught grayling. That was sick. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think yeah. I do remember you mentioning that when we talked about it after you got back. Yeah. So that was cool too. New, new species, especially for Jared. I believe I caught one grayling when I was there with my parents, but it was not, it was tiny. So these were actually, some decent sized ones, probably 12 inches or so. 12 inches. Damn. <laughs> For grayling, I think that's pretty I know, good. I know. <laughs> uh, Great. Yeah. Well, is cool. that is that it? Are we are we locked in? I think, that, I think that's a wrap. We got our goals set. We got our goals. I'm going to I'm ready. I mean, it's already February, so we got to really hit it hard. We're already behind. I know. We got to get going. Although n- none of mine can happen except fly tying until June at the earliest. So. Entomology is the only one I can really, really hit the ground running on. Well, this is good, though, because we're, we are forced to start with the ones that we failed last year. Yeah. So we have to face our Fs in the eye oh. before we can get rewarded with the easier ones. Do you just get like a big, like gut wrenching little knot when you think about it? No. <laughs> I say, oh, that was a goal that I made a verbal pact with Mel on, and I bet she failed hers too, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do better. All right, let's wrap this up. All right. Thanks for coming. Bye, on. everyone. All right, that's a wrap. 
Uh, thank you all for listening. If you want to find all the other episodes as well as show notes, you can find those on fishuntamed.com. Um, you'll also find a contact link there if you want to reach out to me. And you can also find me on Instagram at fishuntamed. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can give it a follow on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. And if you'd like to leave a review, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, but otherwise, thank you all again for listening. I'll be back here in two weeks with another episode. Take care, everybody.